they think it's all over. It is now. Today, though, you can't excuse them. Zidane's career ends in disgrace. It's Shabalala. We are under 72 hours away from kicking off in Russia. We we are here to help you get through this difficult waiting period. Uh, I'm Declan Hart, and as ever, I'm joined by Andrew Conway. Dostoevsky. And is that I'm just guessing. Is that Please, someone help Russian? me. I don't know. I just said a Russian <laughs> word. Can you uh, teach yourself Russian? Tolstoy. Tolstoy. That's all I need to know. War, what is it good for? Uh, and last week, we previewed uh, groups A to D, and uh, we're going to start off the show with groups E to H. Yes. Because that's how the alphabet I works. I forgot yeah. how the, I was going to say G there. I was like, wait a minute. No, that's, there's an extra one there. Yeah. Uh, so Group E, Brazil, Costa Rica, Switzerland, Serbia. How do Costa you see? Rica and Brazil drawing each other again, as they did in 2002, I believe. 2002, okay. I think they did that, that year. I I'm guess when Turkey were in there as well. But Switzerland, always the bridesmaid, never the bride of a group. They always get drawn with a big hitter and... Nothing ever. I feel comes like it's it. been France the last couple of times. It was Spain 2010. Remember they beat Spain. The oh first game. yeah, it was um, 2006. Did it could they... have been. It could have been at the Euros. I think they drew each other at the Euros a few times as well. Yeah, in the inter- intervening. I can't even remember Switzerland. Oh, I think it was. No France one can in ever remember Switzerland, or I, because they're just so boring. I think it was France in 2006, but I, I can't recall fully. They're not the team they were even four years ago. Now they're so aged that. Like they're exciting young players that they had maybe even eight years ago at this point or six years ago at the Euros. They still have Shakiri though. You know? <clears throat> That's what I mean. Shakiri Licksteiner was like, oh, this this wing back at Juventus, and now he's thirty four. <laughs> you know, he's aging. All of these players are aging. Shakiri looks somewhere between an old man and a small child. Uh, it's a even, it looks like he could be on his way to Liverpool. Benjamin Button on his way to the. Why would he go to. Why would Liverpool sign him? Just to have him, I guess. You know, he'd be cheap, second. Well, I suppose if he's string. cheap and he's willing, they can put him out the wing and have him as a reserve player yeah. to come on and a bit of trickster, you know, and have more cover. But at the last World Cup, uh, I believe he became the only player in World Cup history to score a left footed hat trick. Did he? Yeah. Not many players score hat tricks in World Cups. He got it against Honduras. Yeah, which kind of devalues it to an extent. But how many. So we have close in 2002. That was against Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? Yeah, and then it goes a while before we got another hat trick. I think an Italian player got one at some point. 
I did Baggio get any? In, I no. don't know. I don't think he did. No, yeah. that's the thing. It's it's there's long times between hat tricks and World Cups. Yeah. No, there was one more recent. I think in like two thousand six, two thousand ten, Italian player got a got a hat trick, and then you're looking at Shakiri, which is yeah. you know. But like not many players get them. I feel like the three goals in that were all pretty impressive, though. Even if it was against Honduras. Yeah, and the Honduras weren't an easy side to beat. They did kick their way a lot yeah. of the line through those teams. And then uh, Serbia, we know Serbia somewhat well. I think like Serbia is such a basket case in tournaments. They just underperform considering the players they have. And at this point, they don't have a. Vin- this isn't a vintage Serbia team. They're not. You wouldn't link this to the classic. You know ultra high skill the Brazilian well that's what they say about Croatia as well the Brazilian the Brazilian team of Europe is how they're the great entertainers is how they used to be built when they were part when they were Yugoslavia they used to have all these really high skilled players that play samba like football the Serbia team isn't capable of doing that they're very functional we'll give them that yeah but they're lacking experience in important areas in defence Alexander Karov like mm. or uh, Nemanja Matic yeah well, they're like Maddich doesn't have that much experience at yeah, this level. Yeah, like, they're experienced at club level, but it's yeah. a completely different game at international level. Yeah, and then up front is in Dzeko is up front is it? No, that's Bosnia. Oh, they, Bosnia. Up front they have Alexander Mitrovic. Oh, Mitrovic! He's been superb for Fulham in the second half of this last. He season, wants to save Fulham apparently. Fulham is a completely different situation to yeah. the World Cup. I wouldn't have Serbia getting out of that group. I wouldn't have Costa Rica getting out of that group. I think just on. Sheer, I think Costa Rica will struggle for goals. They are one is, of the. F- is Brian Ruiz still there? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I am looking. Joel forward Campbell's to not even certain. Really? Yeah, uh, they're they're playing such a, f- a formidable defensive system now. They are the only team going into this World Cup who will definitely, without a doubt, be playing five at the back. Not, you know how it seems to like to say, "Oh, we're playing three five two and you know, well, they're really playing five. No, no, Costa Rica are playing five <laughs> at the back. Four midfield and one up front. Who's not? Whose whole job? I think he's he scored in against the United States. I think before they qualified. Um, I think he plays in America in the MLS. And it was his job is to stand up front and there's a ping long balls for him to run after. He's quick enough, unreal, but he's not going to be defending in any way. So it's everyone else's job to defend. That's then, what that's what we need in the World Cup group stage. Just one team, particularly considering they're playing Brazil. Just yeah. one team that will just be like, oh, we're here to defend. Yeah, you see, I just think Switzerland might have enough to get by them one nil, or maybe you know, maybe get a better result against Serbia to bring them through on on goal difference. I think it'll be very tight between Switzerland and Costa Rica. Serbia are such a wild card though, because like obviously they're in Ireland's group. They weren't really impressive in no. Ireland's qualifying group, but that was not an impressive I group. I don't see them getting that. Like I know they, then they've done stuff in the past. They they sacked their manager after they qualified, mm-hmm. and because he's not been bringing in the new generation, yeah. Obviously, the star player of that new generation is Sergi Milinkovic Savic, who yeah. is now in the World Cup squad because of the new manager. Yeah. But I think it might be too early for him to really make his name on the world stage. Like I'm, I'm downtrodden on Serbia in this. But then again, if Russia had these players, we'd be a lot more hopeful about Russia's. You know, yeah, a lot of it is like there's a lot of history. Yeah, you're you're not associating them with good play. You're not associating them being well organized. And they're in a group with at least two very well organized teams and then the other is Brazil yeah speaking of history like Brazil yeah Brazil are going to this is one of the the groups I think will have maximum points for the winner in Brazil so I yeah maybe I think Brazil and Switzerland but Switzerland are just shaving it over Costa Rica I'd say it'll be goal difference or one point in it kind of four points three points type of situation I think Uh, and then Group F the champions Germany 
Yeah, Germany have been very underwhelming in their pre. They really have, haven't they? Like the the, the biggest, but that's they're so good. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They are the definition of a tournament yeah. team. Like they've reached the semi, at least the semifinals of every World Cup this century. Yeah. Which, like, we're 18 years of the century. Like, that's, yeah. no, that's no longer a small feat. Like, that is impressive. Yeah, and they're and, doing it with different players every time. Yeah, like, 2002 is an unimpressive side. Runners up. 2006, obviously, they were the host nation and the team. It costs a bit more. Yeah. yeah. But they, you know, in all honesty, should have won that World Cup. They came very close in the semi-finals. Beating Italy was an extra time goal that did it for them. Uh, 2010, they were very impressive that year. A young side came through. Semi-finals probably... Yeah, they got beat they by deserved, the eventual winners. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of... They were the second best team at that they tournament. Were, they were, and but the, the youth that they brought through in that tournament was astonishing. That and game. then that youth aged well, and then yeah. obviously they won in 2014. And then they won 14, despite not being overly impressive through the tournament. They weren't like, oh my God, this is Spain winning, or oh my God, this is You still kind of knew Brazil they were the best team, though. Like, yeah, you, you kind of got that, when, especially when you look at the circumstances of how they won. They travelled more than any other team in that tournament. They had to go all over... Brazil they played in horrific conditions like as in 100% humidity they played in monsoon rain in one of their group matches they had a tough enough group against not only physical opponents because they played in the USA USA Portugal Ghana yeah so they're highly three highly physical teams and then you know pretty good teams as well as, as poor you know it wasn't they weren't drawing the... It was a difficult path to the final. Yeah, it and wasn't like Ghana were infighting the way that, say, Cameroon were in the last World Cup where but they like, gave up before the end. They still beat Portugal 4-0. Mm. They, they just about Ronaldo's scraped through... Portugal as well. Yeah, Ronaldo like, played, it was like, the Portugal side, even if they didn't get out of that group. But yeah. then they just about scraped through Algeria. Where, like They had a very impressive victory against France in the quarterfinals. Yeah. They were they were completely in control against yeah. France. They like were, they were scored, of Spain. They scored early and then they just shut France down. Yeah. And then obviously the semi-final, semi-final was, was just like... like well, Semi-final alone, that's what will be... I don't think I don't think Germany winning the World Cup will be as remembered as... Yeah, it'll be Germany... Oh, Germany won the World Cup and they beat Brazil yeah, 7-1. Yeah. And, and in the, the final, they, were, they weren't very impressive. But overall, they were, they, were, they were worthy of their title, especially for a European side winning it in another continent, which has proved very difficult through the ages. But then a team hasn't retained the World Cup since, what, 62? Brazil, 62? Since Brazil, yeah. And before then, it was kind of dodgy with the retention. Yeah, by, that's pretty. Under that's Mussolini, the yeah. only non asterisk yeah. retention really because yeah. Italy, as you said in '38, was yeah, a bit, bit iffy, dodgy. Yeah. yeah, bit dodgy. The referees. So, can Germany retain the World Cup? You know, I don't feel that they will, but I wouldn't. They're still one of my favorites for this. Like the group they're in, they're in with Sweden, Mexico, and South Korea. Yeah, not that's not an easy group. Like we're not looking. Like there's no Panama in this group. Yeah, there's no really bad team. That, no, not that at all. all like, the other South teams Korea, are just going to destroy. South Korea are technically a very solid team. They have a couple of stars in like Son... Yeah, uh, Son of Tottenham. Son of Tottenham and a few more in Germany as well. Mexico are Mexico. They're, one day they'll break through and they'll actually do something in a World Cup, but they generally get through the group. Sweden are, you know, they, did, they didn't impress at the last Euros, as we know, but they've got rid of Zlatan and they've replaced them with loads of youth team players that won the under-21s Euros, I think, three or four years ago at this stage. So those players who were then 18, 19, 20, 21 are now... Coming of age. Yeah, they're in their mid-20s now and they're, they're, they qualified impressively. They beat Italy to get here. Yeah, like, they, yeah. like that was an impressive victory as well. Like, yeah. Italy, obviously, they have their problems, but it's but still no, Italy. Yeah, no one would have expected Sweden to actually do that. So, you know, and against Germany, they have a decent record against Germany as well. Sweden won't be, you know, overawed with a lot of these German players. They'll know them. A lot of them will play against them or play with them at club level. So there's not... 
there's not a huge gap there from like an an all perspective where you might have it in the previous group with when it comes to like Costa Rica and Switzerland with some of the Brazilian players, you know, there there might be some, you know, journeymen in there. There's not going to be that in Sweden. They're going to be young solid players. So, I think it's really wide open. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we get a weird weird situation where Germany might win all three games because they'll be favorites. They have good ties at good times and good conditions theoretically that they could actually steamroller the, the three opponents. But then I don't know if any of these any of these other teams could beat each other on any day. Yeah. We could be looking at a two points, two points and two points <laughs> type of situation for like Sweden, Mexico and Korea and then it'd be completely we could have a penalty shootout in the group stage. Wouldn't that be great? That w- I would be all for that. Everyone before. A three-way penalty shootout as well. How would that work? Get a, just make the pitch into a weird triangle. They should do it now. They should just arrange for it now, though. They'll just make a gentleman's agreement. Everyone, yeah. everyone agree to nil all draws now with each other and lose to Germany. And we'll get a penalty shootout at the end of it. <laughs> uh, but then I think the problem with Germany as well is just like they haven't replaced Closer, like at all. They no. brought Mario Gomez to the World Cup. Yeah. I saw a beautiful graphic, which was uh, all the German players and all their backups. And it was Ozil was the only one in there that doesn't have a backup in the squad. That he's the only actual 10 in the squad. Yeah. Like you can have um, Gretzka behind Cruz and, you know, a variety of different defensive midfield options behind Katira, like Gundogan. You can and have Sané not even in the squad. Sané's not even in the squad. Like Andre Schürrle. Nor- was he picked? No. Oh, right. Okay. You had me concerned there that no, they picked Andre Schürrle. No, because I saw him uh, on a photo of him on holidays there yesterday. Like, oh, he must not be the German squad. And I didn't think about like, oh, actually. But like players who were very important in their last campaign scored goals all the way through the tournament. Nowhere near the side. And as we said, Goethe didn't make the squad either. Like Germany have a wealth of options attacking. I know they don't have a traditional centre forward there, but then Thomas Muller just keeps scoring in World Cups. Why would they need one? Like, I'd be interesting. I think they're going to play a lot more controlled football this time compared to the last World Cup where they did play a lot on the counter. So they're going to be... Do you think that they would do what Spain did? At the yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That they'll play... That It might just be they don't have... A 4-6 formation. Yeah, something like that. And they'll have a rotating forward line with, with either Ozil dropping in there or Muller dropping in there or wherever they play on the left. Like Draxler could come on and do They something. do have Timo Werner, but I... Like, he's still young. He hasn't really proven himself He's backed himself all. in the Nicholas Bentner school of 11 out of 10. In that of that always works out well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Meh. We'll see. Like, I still think they'll get out of the group, but we'll see where they go from there. Like, they're, they're on... Potentially, Germany could have a bit of a rough side of the draw. Both sides of the draw are fairly equally matched. We don't have one easy side of the draw. Yeah, it's a very well-balanced yeah. draw. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see, like, after the group stage, I think it could be a very entertaining yeah. knockout round. Then Group H, England's group, they, they play Belgium, well, Tunisia. But did I say H? You did say H. What? I don't understand the alphabet anymore. It seems no. England uh, with Belgium, Tunisia and Panama. England have been impressive in warm-up. They've not done anything. They're not overhyping themselves. For they're, once. Yeah, well, they've done it the last couple of the World Cups, in fairness to them. They're not overhyping themselves. They're controlled. They have a decent... I don't know. I'm the jury's still out in Gareth Southgate because he did get Middlesbrough relegated like ten years ago. No, but that's you know you can only <laughs> like judge that's him. the last thing he did. Yeah, he did that ten he, years ago before he took over the under twenty ones. Yeah, it seems that the youth teams in England seem to still have that old traditional better than everybody else because they're may, maybe more physically adept or maybe because just the level of competitive football at younger age is higher in England because there's more teams in England than there is in other countries at a higher level. But you know he played a bit more of a technical game. 
he's not afraid of experimenting. The problem with England, as we discussed like months ago now when we went through our kind of squad, what would be our England squad? And we were like, oof, you know, there's not a lot of creativity in there. They really just don't have a midfield. No. Well, like they're still lacking in other roles as well. Like the Danny Rose might start and Danny Rose like... He's been injured all year. Like, yeah. He's not and in really fairness played. to him, yeah, in fairness to him, he's come out very well the last week when he's talked about his depression and what happened to his family and everything like that. Yeah, like that sounds how, like that was really tough. Yeah, and how Spurs seems to be like the worst place in the world to play football and I don't know why any player would ever want to go there but he's still there for the moment. He's probably going to play and then you have a, what, a back two of, uh, what are the two defenders? Uh, the, the, they plan on playing. John Stones. Yeah, and John Stones. They have Phil Jones but I don't think they can play. Jones and Stones or whatever. That would be, they should do that just for the name. Yeah, they could. They want to play Kyle Walker in, in a back three as well. Yeah, which it could work. He is experienced but like that's what you we were saying. Like defensively, ooh, you don't Maybe know. Maybe having good, that third good, man if a good team, might be good for them. Yeah, but if a good team could trade through that so easily. And not a, they're not they're not players who are without a mistake in them. They For are prone to it. But as you say, midfield is their biggest concern. They've got a wealth of talent up front. Like one of Harry Kane or Jamie Vardy will be pretty good at international level up front. Like they're a good runner. They hold up the ball well and they score goals. They're natural finishers. And they have good wingers. They have Marcus Rashford if he plays out there. Or if he can play him up front, you have Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling, who's still in form, he's done fantastically well despite all the media attention. And you have like random other players who I can't even think of right now. Jesse there. Lingard. Jesse is Lingard, who's a solid player. He's in good form all season. He does well for England. He does. And Danny Welbeck. Yeah, he still also does, does well. well for England. Like all these players. And they'll all get game time, which is great for them. But away from those, you have what in midfield? Jordan Henderson. And Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. Fabian Delph. None of those players have any creative, creative drive within them. Not at this level. I don't know whether he's... You see, if you go out with the notion of playing... If he goes and plays three at the back, three five two, you he want that means he wants all his creativity coming from his wings. All you have to do is double up on those wingers and England will be completely cut off and then you'll, they'll lose the option. Like, you can't play Raheem Sterling as a wing back. They tried it at Liverpool, it didn't work. Yeah, I think they might be more likely to go 3-4-3 three, three than 3-5-2, three, but it's it's hard to tell. You still, but then you're page. completely lacking. They don't have any of the players to fit a 3-4-3. Three, three. But like they just have a dearth of midfield. Yeah. That it just can they just work around that. Yeah. But like, then, I wouldn't start Fabian Delph in midfield. Like I like I know Matt, he did well at left back for Man City during the season when they were kind of just out of options because of injury and everything else. But I would. But that's him. under Pep Guardiola. Yeah, like, this but, uh, is Gareth Southgate. Yeah, like Pep Guardiola designed the team to kind of protect him, and you know Fernandinho was there. Eric Dyer is in Fernandinho. But then they come up against Belgium in that group, and they will also probably play three four three. They will, but it'll be in the last group game, and I yeah. think by that point both teams will be qualified. Are any crazy things happen with Tunisia and Panama? And then Tunisia Panama, do you expect any crazy things yep. with them? No, I'm expecting Tunisia to beat Panama. That's my main thing. I think Tunisia are a solid team. They're without any big stars, but they've never really had big stars. So that's nothing new for them. It's like it's unfortunate for them again that they've they've drawn this group where you kind of have two very solid teams. It wasn't as open as say the last group with Sweden and Serbia. You know, teams you could actually work at Mexico, teams you could work to beat. Like here, you're against okay. There's big stars and there's big aura behind Belgium and England. Whether they're of the quality. We think they are or not. There's a big aura there. There's star players. There's world-beating players in those teams who could destroy you at a given moment. So Tunisia are probably going to be overawed by it. 
I, I just don't expect anything from Panama. Yeah, pa- you never know Panama, about them, but yeah. Panama getting to the World Cup is their achievement yeah. because no one would have expected that. No. It's their first World Cup. They got there instead of America, who are constantly qualifying yeah. since, what, you have USA 94 since they qualified automatically? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, credit to Panama getting here, but I, I don't expect them to do much else. No, I, I wouldn't expect them to get a point. It would be, be an achievement. Like, you'd be fairly happy if you got a point from this, from this group. Yeah, definitely. And it, it could be possible, you know, England, Belgium... Roberto Martinez, like, he, he may have more solid. No one likes him. But, but Mark Wilmot's, anyone could do Mark Wilmot's on a day. Like, it happened in multiple tournaments when Wales would beat them despite being clearly inferior. USA would take them to extra time despite being That uh, Italy performance at the Euros group stage. Yeah, you know, and like, but then again, they could do what they did against Ireland, which was not play particularly well, turn it on for a couple of minutes and just destroy the opposition because they have Eden Hazard, because they have Lukaku, because they have De Bruyne. Because they have Mertens. Because they don't have Nanglin. Because they don't have Nanglin. But then again, like Nanglin doesn't doesn't necessarily suit what they want to play. And if you want her, the way the key to winning a World Cup, and it's never you've never had a World Cup be won without a harmonious dressing room. Like you may not players may not like each other, but they're not going to fight each other. And you've seen that every single. I can't think of one World Cup we've not had a harmonious dressing room if you want to go win it or at least get very far in it. And that actually could be, I'm not saying this will help England go far, but this is something that's different with this England squad, is that there is a togetherness there. And I think that's a credit to Southgate. Mm -hmm. That hasn't been there for a while. Like That team in the previous generation, the golden generation, like it just felt like none of those players liked each other. No, and you had too many players. You had the problem with having a golden generation, which is what Belgium have at the moment, is unless you have a manager who's willing to make the tough decisions and not to be, I'm not the biggest fan of Roberto Martinez, but in fairness to him, He's made tough decisions. He's dropped players who he's deemed won't fit in or won't do right by him. And that's why Nangdon's been left out, even though he's a gr- you know, great player, without a doubt. But like Sven or McLaren or whoever else, who else managed the goal? Capello. Capello. They never dropped Jared and Lampard. They, didn't, they could have just dropped them both from the team and had them way more functional sides. But they decided against it because of whatever reason. So... Belgium have done that in this tournament. England have not really done that because they don't have the players to choose from. But both will probably benefit from having harmonious squads. And then the final group, Group H, uh, I've got that one right, I think. Yay. Uh, is probably the most this balanced is group. This open. is, yeah, this is a wide crazy open. group. Senegal, Colombia, Japan, Poland. Could, yeah. could anything could happen in this group? It could, right? yeah. Like, I I kind of put it, like, every match is going to be decided by one or one goal, I'd say. If... They can be I think the only problem is Japan are probably the weakest team there. Like they, they're, they're not as good as they have been. No, no, they're not. They're without any of like say we said with South Korea, the team from the same area that they have a star. They have so they have Son and they have a lot of players playing in other Euro- big European teams. Yeah, like their their version of a star player is Shinji Kagawa or Kesgude Honda, but like who they're, are not? They're in, getting old now. They're yeah. not going to score goals. Like they have Shinji Okazaki, but again. Not exactly a star player. No, but they were functional in qualification and they have them functional in, and they do have a nice kit. That's so what really matters. That is what really matters. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. That's why I kind of had them at the bottom of the, that group. Yeah, you know, I Senegal, anything can happen with Senegal. They have good, solid technical players, but they've shown it before that they can just shoot themselves, like can be absolutely dysfunctional in defence. We'll see whether they can get through. They do have Koulibaly in defence, which is... They do, which he's not French, and despite what Didier Deschamps keeps thinking, they can <laughs> pick him for France. But, you know, he is good, but the, it's not him I'm worried about. It's the rest of the team making a, kind of a mess of the whole situation. They have not been that impressive in their warm-ups to the tournament. 
And then Colombia, they had a very good 2014 World Cup, got to the quarterfinals mm-hmm. for the first time. They definitely have star players. They have James Rodriguez, Radamel Falcao, even someone like Juan Cuadrado who's done very well at Juventus. Yeah, they, they, still have, they still have star quality. They have a decent you know, kind of all-round team that are solid. I would, well, not necessarily being the strongest in this group, I would be confident of them going through. I think... They probably are the strongest team in this group mm. just because they have they someone, have the experience. Someone of James Rodriguez's quality. Falcao didn't play the last World Cup, you know, and he did he not? No, I thought he, he was rushed himself back from injury. To did play. he? I thought he didn't play because he was injured and he was no, out. No, I think he just got himself. I can't remember now. I, I don't think he did wrong. play. I don't think he did play. I vaguely remember him scoring his Greece though, or something. No, I don't but think yeah, he did play. I, am wrong. I think they. But then again, Falcao is very old now. Yeah, but he has done well at Monaco. He's turned his career around after it seemed like it was done. Yeah, because of Chelsea injuries. Manchester United has kind of ruined his career. But yeah, the other group, the other team in the group then is Poland. And they never really show up at tournaments. Well, as they go- have as good the as their team. They used to, they yeah. got to several third place finishes. But um, as good as their team is, like they like they have Robert Lewandowski, who's one of the best number yeah. nines in the world. But like they just well, well, never turn up. has turned into a world class goalkeeper and has been very assured at Juventus. They have a, you know, I want to say Milic. Milik. Milik. Up front. I always forget his name to kind of act as a foil to Lewandowski. Although the way they've been playing, I know, in the last few qualifiers and then when they actually played warm-ups now is a very ooh, depressing way of football where, okay, Lewandowski's up there. Let's get the ball to him as quickly as possible and hope for the best. And they are without Kamil Glick now, who mm. injured himself trying to attempt a bicycle kick in training, which is a really unfortunate way to miss the World Cup. Yeah, unfortunate for him, but then again, will Poland get through the group anyway? Yeah, that's what I'm not, I'm I don't not know. sure I still of. Think, I think they would be my favourites as well as Colombia to get out of this group. I'm not certain of that. No, it's completely open, but that, that's who I think will get through. So they are our previews for all... Th- eight groups now uh, join us after this for our official predictions what would a world cup be without us all trying to figure out what's going to happen before it even happens so we've decided to try to do that ourselves starting with predicting the top two of each group followed by the knockout rounds starting with group a how's yours looking andrew so i have your going egypt qualifying from this group the host going out Beating Saudi Arabia, but still going out. What do you have? I pretty much have the same thing. So Uruguay and Egypt to go through as Uruguay's group winners, Egypt's runners-up? Yeah, Uruguay 7, Egypt 6 points. I have both on 7, but Uruguay superior goal difference. (laughs) Just because they'll turn it on. They have have more, if Salah isn't playing against Saudi Arabia, they have more I have have Uruguay to beat Egypt in the first match. Mm, I have it a draw, but then that would that would send new. Well, okay, well, we're yeah. that is a we're, boring group. Yeah, we are in agreement there. Uh, yeah. Saudi Arabia zero points. Think that we, group B: group Spain, B, Portugal, yeah. Iran, and Morocco. Who do you have coming out? Uh, Spain and Portugal, obviously. Yeah. So Spain to win the group, Portugal to finish second. Yeah, but I actually Carlos Queiroz uh, not to do anything. I have Carlos Queiroz actually get a nil nil draw against Portugal. Yeah, I have a one all draw. I just think Iran probably lack goals, but they're. Solid enough defensive unit. He's had them all together for months, and it's the final game in the group, so it'll like neither yeah. team will really have much to play for. Port- like Portugal might even rest players. Yeah, Ronaldo uh, will launch a few goals though. He yeah, that, goals. I suppose that's what he's Morocco for. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, group C, France, uh, France and Denmark. Yeah, I'm agreement there. Australia don't have it. Their their squad is aging. They I give them zero points. 
Ooh, I give them two. I Peru at one point. I have Peru on four. Oh, they get a win. Who do they beat? Australia. They beat Australia, yeah. and then they draw with uh, Denmark. But Denmark get a draw against France in the final game to yeah, see, see them the, through. That, that does help Denmark having France in the final game when France will likely already have six points. Yeah, because uh, this before I looked at the fixtures last week, I was kind of thinking Peru might get through this, but I think the fixtures suit Denmark more. Yeah, yeah. You have to look at that when you're actually predicting that. So France and Denmark probably to go through in that order. What about D? I had a weird one at D because okay. this is Nigeria, Argentina, Croatia, and Iceland. And the way I look at it is Argentina are going to have to win their first match against Iceland in Moscow yeah. this coming weekend. So that'll set the group up. But then in Kaliningrad, Croatia and Nigeria are playing. I think this will be a draw and I think it'll all come into the next match where Nigeria play Iceland. Okay. I think Nigeria will shave it. I have this exact same pattern falling yeah. into place. And then the last game, I think Argentina, this will be the real telling. If Argentina win that last match. How do you have Argentina against Croatia? I have that as a one-all draw. Oh, I have Croatia win that. You see, that's. I don't think Croatia have it in them. I think they're aging think, as well. No, I think Croatia have it in them to get a good one-group match. I think that's what they're really yeah. good at, is just getting one really good group win. And Argentina, like they got it, they got it against Spain yeah. in 2016 in the Euros, I think. I think Argentina this year, Spain. Maybe, maybe. And then what about the final? That's two games? where it gets interesting. Because I have a one all draw with Iceland and Croatia. Both teams would be basically out anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But then I have Nigeria beating Argentina 2 1. The pressure becoming too much for the Argentinians. And Nigeria to grab, the unfancy Nigerians to grab a, a late victory against Argentina. So Nigeria would top that group. Nigeria would top the group with Argentina in second. I have Croatia to top the group with <laughs> Argentina in second. Yeah, it could go that way as well. But either I, way, I, yeah. think, I think Argentina might finish second in this group. I think it's which just, will throw the the group the tournament wide open. Oh yeah, I, th- I definitely think Argentina could finish second. I I think it's just a bit too much for Nigeria to try to come out of this group as as much as it would be nice to see them come mm. through. I, I think that Croatia and Argentina probably just have too much quality, and I think Iceland just drew a really unfortunate group. They did, but again, as we said with Panama earlier. This is qualifying is yeah, it's a massive achievement for a country of three hundred fifty thousand people. Uh, and then e. uh, Group E, Brazil. We started the show talking about Brazil. Brazil with nine points. I Brazil with seven. Same difference. Who's who do you have finishing runner up? Uh, Switzerland on four. Yeah, I have the same. I, it's a tough. It's a close call. I think between Switzerland and Costa Rica. Costa Rica do have experience in the World Cup. They did well last time round. They have a very functional side, as we talked about earlier, but. Switzerland just have that little bit of sliver of quality to bring them through. Yeah, I think uh, Costa Rica on three points, Serbia on two. Yeah, something similar to that I think will happen. Yeah. Um, uh, Group F then, because that was quick. So we have <laughs> Germany, Sweden, Mexico and South Korea. Germany to get through. I have a, I have a, I have a funny situation oh, here. Okay, go on. I've ended up with six points each for Germany, Mexico and Sweden. I have Germany on nine and Sweden, Mexico and Korea all on two. All on two, so yeah. we got completely different. So who actually comes second there? Uh, this penalty shootout between Sweden and Mexico to decide. So who wins the penalty shootout? That is a good question. Sweden, did Sweden beat the Netherlands? Or did they, Netherlands, I, into, I want to say 2000, Euro 2004. I want to say that. If the Netherlands were in a penalty shootout, they probably lost yeah, it. Yeah, I think Sweden might have beaten the Netherlands. Maybe that was the one Netherlands won. Before 2010. 2014. Or 2014. I can't remember at all. Yeah, but the, the, like, yeah. So, 
I would say Sweden because Mexico always seem to just somehow lose. So Sweden to get through with Germany uh, on that penalty shoot. I have Germany on six topping the group just because yeah. they beat South Korea in the last match by more than the other teams. Yeah, which they will do. And Mexico to go second. So who's beaten Germany in that? I have Sweden to beat Germany. Yeah, of all the teams in there, they're most I likely. think Germany, first of all, what you said earlier about yeah. Sweden not going to be overawed by Germany, but I think Sweden can do what they did in Italy and just shut them out defensively yeah. and catch them on the break. Yeah, no, it's true. Group G then, this is kind of the easy group, as in we're going to very, it's Belgium and England going to qualify yeah. for that group. Who do you have? I have them as both on seven points and Belgium would go through on goal difference. I have Belgium on nine yeah, I think they'll get. I think they'll just about beat England. It'll be two one. Yeah, something like that. They That's fair enough. It'll be a close contest. Yeah, but, but England to finish through, go through as runners up. It, it could easily be a case of the two teams are through. They're both throwing on their second string, and they yeah. just agree to basically play out a nil all. Yeah, which could that could happen? Well, I, I don't think that necessarily that could happen, but I think it could finish in the draw very easily. Yeah, just because neither team will have anything really to play well, for. Well, they'll want not to be on the weaker. Although there is no. I, yeah, that's the thing. I don't think side of the group. I don't think there's a huge difference between first and second in that yeah. group and then the final group kind of the hardest to call yeah how do you have this one? I have Poland Colombia qualifying in that order Senegal Japan finishing below and it's it's a close enough group I have Colombia top mm. Senegal second mm. Poland th- third Japan fourth so I think Poland like in previous World Cups were not necessarily Poland were fancied but they were at least you know thought to get out of the group they failed, like when they hosted, didn't they get knocked out? In, in they were 2008. Into the, yeah, in Euro 2000. Yeah, I think they did get knocked out. Was it 8 or 12? 12. 12. Eight, er, 8 was in Austria. It, oh, Switzerland and Austria, yeah. yeah. It was Poland, yeah, in 2012. Yeah, and Poland, Ukraine. Yeah, I think Poland will get through this time. I think the Lewandowski's in his prime, in his peak. I think other players there will want to do something. And I think it's, you know, a lot of other players who... In the past, we're not mature. Like Chesney against Greece, you remember getting sent off stupidly. And was that against Greece? It was against. I think it was against Greece, and I think Fabianski saved the penalty, but then they still conceded a goal later on. Well, I thought though, it was definitely it was. So I it was two all or something in the opening yeah. game of Euro twenty twelve. Uh, but they, both all that team have matured significantly since then, and I think despite them being playing not the most attractive football, they do have good players and they do have enough to get through that group. I think it's probably come a year too late for Poland. I think that a lot of their players... like I think Lewandowski was actually probably at his peak this time last year. Probably, but he's still a world beater. Yeah, he's still a world-class number nine, but yeah. I think he's not as good as he was And they have Milic now as actors of... But they had Milic last time as well. Yeah, but he's matured a lot more. That's what I'm saying. But like, he's been injured for the last two years true, as well. True, true, true. But he's still a very good player. I think Senegal might just... Their pace might just be... Yeah, they are, they, are quick, they are a quick and technically gifted side, but... I don't think they're as impressive as, you know, qualification may have made them seem. I I just think their pace will be too much for Poland. Mm. I think Poland are too slow. Yeah. So, our knockout stages. What is your first knockout match? My first knockout match is Uruguay against Portugal. I agree. And uh, I have Uruguay to go through. Ooh. I still would think Portugal have the best just because of Ronaldo. Next then, what is your next one? France-Argentina. Same as me. That's one that starts... The tournament starts getting interesting when you have two of the supposed favourites. France with an amazing, young, attacking, quick side that's managed by a manager who isn't the best manager in the world in Didier Deschamps. Or Argentina under Sampaoli, who is a really good manager with the best player in the world. But, but possibly he, doesn't the best have, player. he doesn't have the but, other 10 players. Yeah, they're lacking... Well, they do have another, like, four players, but they don't have a goalie. They don't have a back four. They don't have much of a 
midfield unless they drop Messi back to play in midfield. They even lost Manuel Lanzini, who, while not a great player, he's still one of their better midfielders. Yeah, it's someone who offered something different that wasn't all, all, all attack. Yeah, so who do you have going through in that? That's, I think Argentina will carry them through because France have this habit of, they did it the last World Cup, they did it at the Euros of, under Deschamps especially, not being good enough. Now having the mental fortitude, they're too young, it's come too early. I think France will get through Argentina. I just mm. think Argentina, I think it'll be not easy to shut them down because it's never easy to shut down mm. Messi, but I think they have a quality side that they're, I could see, it. I could easily see it be the France ignore the manager and we're like, right, we're playing it this way. Okay, well, After so I think Olivier Giroud is on for... He's expecting Kylian Mbappe the, or something uh, like that. Yeah, but against Argentina, and then they'll be pinging long balls to him, and then Otamendi will just be kicking Drew on the ground, and they'll play the ball long, and someone will score for Argentina. All right. So, what do you have next then? Brazil, Sweden. I have Brazil, Mexico. You see, one way or the other, Brazil are getting into the quarterfinals. Yeah. I think, and whether it's Sweden or Mexico that play whipping boys in this case, Brazil are going through. So then my last one on that side of the draw is Belgium-Senegal. I have Belgium-Colombia, which would be a nice, tasty match. That would be a nice one. Who do you have gone through in that? That is, I think Belgium will go through simply because they have younger players who want it more. I think think Colombia, while being very talented and technically very good, if you remember the last World Cup, and this is what I'm judging it on because I haven't seen a huge amount by a couple of Copa America disappointments, they were, you know, they turned when they started playing quality teams. They turned away from being that electric, fancy, you know, fantasy football team to being a very functional, very hard, and very kicking team. If you remember them beating Uruguay, I believe it was. Yeah, because of James Rodriguez's um, amazing, goal, amazing goal. But the rest of the match was very mean tempered. Yeah. And then what they did to Neymar in the quarter final, knocking him out, breaking a vertebrae or something in his back. Yeah. You know, very bad form, very bad players. And they got knocked out for it. And I think against Belgium, they'll be liking to do the same thing. And I think if Belgium win that group, they'll have already clicked a bit. I think Martinez and Henri will have, like, an Henri thing is, you know, and we'd say we can joke about Henri being, you know, whatever he is on Sky Sports, but Henri coaching strikers, like, I think Lukaku can do nothing but benefit from having Thierry Henry as a Yeah, I'd agree with that. that. And I think if De Bruyne is playing as well as he has been playing, and if Eden Hazard can even try to play well, because he never seems to do it when it really matters. He does it like every other season at Chelsea, but he never does it for international football when it really matters. If they can get either of those two players to play, they'll be too much for Colombia. I actually think Senegal will beat Belgium in my uh, my yeah. hypothetical universe. I don't see here. how Senegal. Like I don't think Senegal are going out of the group. I don't know how you see them. I just I want to believe in Senegal. You know, there's no, just, I know there's, there's great romance. There's great romance related to Senegal. And there's great, great memories in the past, but they don't have the players they've had in the past. I think they. I just think this Belgium side. I don't rate them at all as but a they side. Have, they have solid players. They have quality in every single position. But they don't have they, a quality team, but. I don't understand that they've saw, they've they've two players for every position. They have an actual manager in not, not an elderly manager, not a crazy old player in Wilmots. They have a manager who is who has won trophies, has done really good things with developing sides. He developed Swansea into the model they were until the end of last season or the end of the previous season. He developed Everton into a team that barely missed out of Champions League football. And as we look about it, two years later. You know, maybe he couldn't have done a much better job than he actually did when he brought them to the press. He brought them into the top 
he finished them fifth with yeah, no budget in his first season. Yeah, you know he didn't spend any of the money that like Coleman spent or even Sam Allardyce spent in the last in one transfer window. He got criticised and got crucified for it, and he got sacked. He is a good manager. He may be lacking defensively, but then he has. Thibaut Courtois to fall back on he has Vertonghen to fall back on he has Vermalen who's actually playing football to fall back on he has Vincent Company, a hugely experienced player to fall back on he has fullbacks he has a very solid midfield and if Fellaini plays if Mertens plays if what's the name of their man with the afro Axel Witzel plays I think again you're describing players who are quite slow yeah but the, the, I don't think speed is necessarily speed isn't I what think it, it is in a league game what in it, international I think football that's what Senegal are going to thrive off of because like player a player like Sadio Mane up front like if they can find him he can exploit that back four for Belgium but is there any yeah like he'll know a few of those players you know he'll know um, he'll Sadio. know all of them except for Varallan did he play with all of them? he'll have played against them no but he would have played with um, Alderweireld Alderweireld at Southampton yeah which like we I didn't even mention Alderweireld he'll have most of the season off yeah, but he's been off because of injuries. No, as well. he's been off because of contract disputes with Spurs. No, but he has been injured as well. Yeah, but I I think there would be a lot a lot of fresh players there, and I think they're not being fancied as potential winners the way they were at the Euros, say. And I think in, in this era where you can be a dark horse, I think Belgium will be my dark horse to get through whoever you throw at, at them from that group. I just feel like Belgium are too much of an England ten years ago type. Yeah, but I think they're more they're more of a team unit. They're more together, especially like you thought Wilmots might be able to bring them together. The he former player, you know, inspirational leader. I think Martinez, having got rid of like as so-called well, troublemakers in the squad, you have to remember as well. Like at, at the Euros, like that camp went into like they were they pulled a France, like they were a yeah, mess. Yeah, they all seemed to get into a big fight with each other. Obviously, yeah. Wilmots will was a part of that, but. I think they don't and really like players Martin- who may have been left out of the squad. But I don't think the squad really <laughs> like Martinez and Belgium. The Belgian fans certainly don't. Like I think there could no. be a revolt there as well. Maybe. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe yeah, and it is contingent on them not being crazy. <laughs> but then know? the second half of the draw. Yeah. Second half of the draw I have Spain and Egypt coming yeah. out in that first match and I have Spain to yeah, beat Egypt. I agree. Like maybe like I think Egypt would be happy if they got out of that group and they'd Mo be Salah against Sergio Ramos again. Again, oh, that yeah. would be glorious. Like, Ra- like Salah should be back at that point. You'd you'd expect you'd hope. Yeah, I'd expect him to be. Yeah, but Spain, I still think will have too much for them. Uh, then I have Croatia, Denmark. Interesting. I have Nigeria, Denmark. I think either way, Denmark are losing this match. Yeah, they Denmark always just kind of. It'd be apart. very even if it's Croatia, Denmark. And any, I think Denmark have a better chance there. But if it's Nigeria, Denmark, I think if N- Nigeria get out of their group, they will have a huge amount of momentum back That's in that young side. That's impressive, though, to get to the quarterfinals there. If uh, your predictions are right, yeah, I think they have. They're lacking huge star players that they've had in the past. They don't have the Yakubus. They don't have the Canus. They don't have the JJ Okachas. They don't have. You know, name another Nigeria. I'm missing so many Nigerian players of the last 10, I 15 years. I have the image of one in my head, but I can't yeah. remember his but name. But they have good experience still there. Uh, John Obi Mikel is still there. Uh, they have, you know, a solid defence that has European high-grade Champions League experience. They have Alexander Wobi, who for some reason plays amazingly for Nigeria, playing in that kind of centre midfield role. They don't have a you know, a world-class striker which would count against them. They do have Kelechi and Acho who has proved himself I don't know if he's a world-class striker. I, I will concede that but he yeah. has proven He might even decent. start like that's the thing with him. He played against England. He, he did, yeah but he mightn't start in the actual tournament. 
I'd expect him. To, I feel like he has done well for Nigeria in the past. Like I, I would expect him to start. Yeah, we'll see. But you know, if they do get to that stage, if they do get the last sixteen out of that group, it'll be an achievement for one because it is a tough group with Argentina and Croatia, as we said. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, Croatia could well do it instead of them. But I think they'll beat Denmark if they get that far. Beyond that, I don't think so necessarily, just because the quality will have uh, rose to the, risen to the top so much. But I think the momentum will just be behind them. A lot of the young players will grow into the tournament, and you could see some surprises there. And then my next match is Germany against Switzerland. Yeah, I have the same as well. I think this is a fairly uh, one-sided affair with Germany to go through as expected. Two 0 I think Germany to go through as expected, but purely just because I think they're better than Switzerland. I think Switzerland. I don't even particularly rate this Germany team. I well, just I Switzerland d- did almost beat Argentina in the last World Cup, if you remember. Yeah, I went to extra time. Didn't yeah, it? but and I think it was Messi creating a goal for De Maria that did it in the end. But like, I think Shakiri hit the post in that match late on, or maybe it was an extra time. Like they do have players that can do it, but I think this Germany side is just their second team is really impressive. So their first team should be able to dispatch. I agree that Germany will beat Switzerland. I think the path for Germany to do well in this tournament is kind to them because I don't think they well, are as impressive as they were even four years ago. Well, it's yet to be seen. Like they have a lot of they have a lot of talent. I want to see what they're like. I want to see what Yogi Lowe because he's done it three times where he's changed the way they play going into a tournament and he's but done like, it again with different players they were so impressive in the Confederations Cup I know it was the Confederations Cup but that was Germany's second team and they, he changed the way they played he played to the strengths of the young players which he did in 2010 when all those young players came through the Mullers and the Oses of the world came through in that one and with these new group of players he's done it again but they were also just so unimpressive at the Orals and that was that's a bigger test than the Confederations Cup, where there's yeah, 18, but that was that, that's why things were different at the Confederations Cup. He dropped a lot of players, he changed a lot of but things, like, look at and who he's was carried at that the through. Confederations Cup, like it was chilly. Yeah, I know who haven't qualified, but they exactly. were exactly. You know, that'll probably be good for them in the longer run because they have yeah, a summer off. I agree last. with that, but Chile were wrecked last yeah. summer. Yeah, there is there is an argument against that against Germany's performance, but as you say, they're classic tournament side. I think they'll turn it on for the tournament. Euros, yes, unimpressive. But then again, what did they do? They got to the semi-final. The semi-final, and that's unimpressive. It, it was an unpre- unimpressive performance. Semi-final. That is, a, I have Germany <laughs> yeah. to go through with this. Yeah. But and then what was your last tie? Last six. Colombia, England. I have Poland, England. And who do you have to go through? I have England going through. England in the quarterfinals. Yeah. I have Colombia go through against England. No, I think England will have enough whether they play Colombia or whether they play Poland. I think that's a that's a good uh, performance from England as well. I think, yeah, I think, I think English that, that fans would be happy. They'd be with happy, the and then the bandwagon would start very would start in short straight. That's when that. everything goes downhill. Yeah, and they don't even qualify for the Euros. <laughs> well, no, I don't know about that, but I think England will definitely. <laughs> that's exactly what happened just six to eight. Yeah, but with, with, <laughs> with Poland. I have Poland this and Poland I would take all the criticisms you had of Poland at the group stage and carry them into the knockout stage it's just they're not they don't have enough they're a bit past at that point they would have done well to get out of the group and England will have momentum behind them even if they this would you know them finishing second in the group they'd you know be fancied and then they'd have the prize of Germany in a quarter final in front of them that would be good actually that would be so like that. but I think England to win that I think if England do play Poland they're more likely to go through yeah. I think if they meet Colombia Colombia will just have too much star power for them maybe 
Maybe I am thinking too highly of you the likes of Hamas Rodriguez. Hamas Rodriguez like, is not... He a had a very good season at Bayern Munich. Very good, and then when the important matches, he'd vanish into the corners. He did kick the ball out of play against Real Madrid. Did, yeah. an act of betrayal to the sport. Yeah. Uh, then the quarterfinals, uh, my first quarterfinals, Uruguay-France. I have Uruguay-Argentina. And, and I have, have Argentina beating their old enemy. Oh, I have France to beat Uruguay. Yeah, if it was France-Uruguay, I'd fr- fancy France in that because Uruguay don't have enough in attack. I know they have Luis Suarez, but they don't have enough in the kind of supporting range. Hernandez, I think, is that Hull is the be- next best striker at Uruguay. Well, has. they have Edison Cavani. Oh, yeah, Edison Cavani. <laughs> the well, guy who yeah. always shows up for big matches. <laughs> you know? No. Well, I did predict France to win, so I, yeah. I do agree. So the next one then I have is Brazil versus Belgium. I have Brazil against Senegal. I think Brazil-Senegal, it looks pretty one-sided. Yeah, Brazil-Belgium. Brazil, Brazil to go through. I'm backing Belgium to go through. Against knocking, Brazil. Knocking Brazil out. You and Belgium go very far. Yeah. That's well, like, If the draw works that way, yeah. So what's the other side here? So the first off? team on the other side is uh, Spain versus Nigeria. I have Spain against Croatia. Yeah. So who do you have in your semi? Spain. Yeah, me too. I think if Spain get to that far, winning the group... And everything. Like the last couple of tournaments, Spain have been disappointing, but they've not been horrible in any way. Like they were unimpressive in their group against Netherlands in 2014. And that kind of kind of rocked them. And a lot of older players who are almost entire squad, not squad, but entire side is gone now. So you have a new fresh blood in most areas of the pitch with a few experienced heads like Ramos and Pique still there. Iniesta still there. And Iniesta, well, I don't think Iniesta can be playing much football. No, like but he's an experienced head. He in is the an squad. experienced head. He's exactly what but you like want. But players like David Silva, you yeah. know, he's still there. He's still knocking around. Did Fabregas get in the squad? I don't even remember. I presume he did. Uh, Diego so Costa, you know, they have, they have a solid and they know how to play better than they did two, two years, years ago. ago yeah. Where they weren't bad. They were unfortunate to get knocked out by Italy. Yeah, it was just a really functional Italy yeah. side. Yeah, they were unfortunate with a good manager, and I think Spain now have a good manager, Lopetegui. Yeah, who knows these players? He's not. He's not. He's not razzle dazzle. He's not. He might have my favorite name of any manager at the World Cup. Like Lopetegui is just. It is a good name, but he is a manager that reminds me a lot of Yogi Lowe. He's not. He's not box office, but he does the job right. And then who do you have in the last quarterfinal? In the last quarterfinal of Germany England and Germany to go through, penalty shootout. Oh, that's through. how it has to go. Isn't yeah, it? I do want it. Like England, if England got through, it would be great. It would be a great story, and it would be great for a lot of these young players who, you know, nothing. England would almost be a romantic story if it got to the semi-finals because they're not fancied in any way. No, because you know they don't have the players. They don't have like their last semi-final appearance was Italian ninety. But like, is there one English player that would get into that Germany side? Harry Kane. Harry Kane. That's yeah, it. That's probably it. Maybe Jamie Verdi. Yeah, maybe Jamie Verdi as well for similar reasons. Harry <laughs> that would Kane. be absolutely amazing. Can but we, like, can we have that? Can we have Jamie Verdi play? For Germany? Yeah, but <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> but you know, England would be lost then without Jamie Ver- without Jamie Verdi or Harry Kane. I have Germany, Colombia in my quarterfinals, but I still have Germany. To yeah, go Germany to go through in uh, penalty most likely. So you have four European teams in your semi final. No, I've Argentina. Oh, you've Argentina. Okay, I thought you had France. So you have Argentina, Argentina Belgium. against Belgium, and I have Spain versus Germany. I have France, Brazil, and Spain, Germany. Mm. Totally different semi final. I want an exact same one. Yeah. So who's going to win your semi final? Brazil, Spain final. Brazil, Spain final. That seems like a classic. You know, play. The, this is play the tournament before the play the tournament before the tournament that yeah. is the final you probably would pick just because oh yeah that, if you work it out that probably is the likely final 
So I think it will be Argentina Germany. We'll have a again. Repeat. We'll have a repeat. Yeah, this they the, did it in 80, 86 yeah. and ninety. They'll do it again. That'll be a fourth final appearance between the two. Yeah, against it'll be other. amazing. And I think if Argentina gets to the final, there's no way they're losing it this time. So you think Argentina are going to win yep. the World Cup? I think that's just coming about from looking at this draw. Now it could be completely different if Argentina win their group. It throws us all off. Yeah, th- this is strange actually because for the last I don't know how long, at least six months, I've been saying Argentina are going to win the World Cup just because yeah. a part of me really just wants to see Messi win it. Yeah, it would just show up a lot of people if he did do it. Yeah, but then when I actually was doing this out, I was doing this out last night, and I've Spain to win the World Cup. And I, no part of me actually believes Spain are going to win the World Cup. But when I do this out, do yeah. out this whole bracket, just every piece of logic falls into place. I'm like, Spain, Spain are going to win the World Cup. Like, if I was on your side of the draw, if the draw worked out like the way you said, and it was Brazil-Spain in the final, I would think Brazil would win because they have the guile to do it and they have the creativity to do it that Spain don't have in this current mix of players. Spain are the epitome of a, of a system team in international football and Brazil are the antithesis of that. They are, do what you want. Like, look, I was watching uh, Neymar and Brazil play pre-season, pre-season, whatever, pre-tournament match there. And they were playing with teams. They were doing needless skill. And, you know, they were winning comfortably. And I think it'll count against them in the actual tournament. That side of kind of care, carelessness and sort of, you know, cockiness is going to count against them in the tournament. But if they get to a final, there's no way that's not going to count for them when they're having, okay, we're playing a team... At that point, goals would have driven, draw, dried up in the whole tournament. And we were looking for a 1-0, 2-1, something like that victory in a final. The way it's been the last couple of tournaments. And, you know, who's going to get you that goal? Is it going to be that pragmatic Spain side, trying to hold on to the ball 100% of the time, passing it around without, you know, a really top-quality centre-forward? You know, Diego Costa will be there. He's aged. He may have enough to bring them to the final, but Brazil are going to man-mark him out of the match and kick him, and he'll be tired at that point. He has a habit of getting injured in these important tournaments. Brazil have Neymar. They have Gabriel Jesus. They have Firmino on the bench. They have you know pretty solid midfield. If they're not beaten by better technical teams earlier on in the tournament, I think they'll have too much for Spain in the final. I, I just think that Spain... How I think Spain will have the experience in that team, like like us, like we talked about a yeah, minute ago, yeah. that I think it'll see them through. Like they have the better system, I think they do have a superior I, I, system. I just but think I, they don't have the superior players. And I just think that the four years ago, I think that's going to come back to bite them eventually. Whether it's the last sixteen, the quarterfinals, or in the final, you mean Brazil losing seven seven one. I think I think that will come back to haunt them again. Yeah, well. It will and it won't because... Especially if Neymar gets injured, who is just well, off yeah. If Neymar gets injured, that's it. The tournament's over for Brazil because they, they don't have the mental fortitude to, to come through that. He is so important to that side. Yeah, and I think that Spain... Any player has ever been to any international I team. think Spain can cut that out. Yeah, they could do it in a final, but I still think there's enough left in the rest of Brazil's side that if you, if you plan your game plan around shutting off the supply to Neymar, the rest of the, the squad, the rest of the four, it's Willian... Gabriel Jesus, they're functional and they're good. They're not world beaters. They're not the best players in the world. They're not Ronaldo's, Rivaldo's, but they are good players and they have enough to beat most defences. And I think they would beat Brazil in a final, but that's just my opinion. Beat Spain. Beat Spain. Brazil <laughs> Brazil would beat Brazil in the final, which, you know, they could do that as well. If the tournament went that way, I think that's what would happen. Like, Belgium could still do it. That's all I'm saying. 
I don't expect much from Belgium at all. Third place playoff victory for Belgium. Uh, I can't even, what was my, it's France, Germany in the third place. But I have Germany come third. Yeah. Just because they love a third place. Yeah, they do love a third place. I'd have Spain against Belgium and I'd say Spain will come third in that. Okay, so Roberto uh, Martinez get a parade. So this is Brussels. so we've gone through our our logic here of what we think will happen. We, we've yeah. used our brain here. So you think? So using our heart, who wins the World Cup? Argentina. Argentina. Just for the messy yeah. narrative. Apart- no, like it's completely neutral. It's great in some ways that you don't have a main team in the World Cup because then not that Ireland would ever do anything yeah. major at the World Cup, really. But. You have complete. I don't care. Like I'm looking at like Group H, is exciting. To Poland, Colombia. Yeah, I'm, looking, for, I'm really looking care. forward to this world. Cup. I don't care at all. I have no inklings whatsoever in any of those matches. I just want Denmark to do poorly because I think that Ireland Denmark. should be there. Well, Denmark. <laughs> Denmark were much better than Ireland, so I, I have no ill will towards Danish. I do have ill will that Nicholas Bentner is not going to play. Yeah, pity they wouldn't uh, delay the tournament just for. Yeah, him. it would be nice, but like, weird yeah. how that happens. Like I'm excited by England's group, which I've not been in. I'm excited by 2002 when everyone got injured for England, and that was so great because you had Ashley Cole is starting left back for England, Danny Mills is starting right back for England, Rio Ferdinand's in the side, David Seaman's still there, uh, Trevor Sinclair is starting for England. I'm looking forward to watching England, but I'm not looking forward to their group just because I think Tunisia and Panama are yeah, weak. Yeah, but they're surprised. There could be a surprise in it. Like. Well, yeah, there is always, of course, the, the ability for England surprise. to completely capitulate. Well, not just England. It, there is always group stage surprises. That's why it's very hard to discount anyone from actually getting three points. Except against. Saudi Arabia. Unless Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but, you know, they've done it in the past. If yeah. you remember 94, they, they have done it. But, yeah, you know, when you're looking at Iran and Morocco... Like, we should give Morocco more credit. I haven't given them much credit at all. I think they're going to lose. But then Portugal were so bad in the last tournament. They, there's something saying they'll do that again. They were the wor- I believe they're the worst team ever to win the Euros. They have no right to have won the Euros. They didn't even finish. They finished third in their group. <laughs> you know? They were uh, so yeah. bad. But, but they got lucky. And because the draw was so badly done in terms of the way weightings were and all that, it was awful that other teams were penalised when they weren't and they got to a final and they fluked a goal in extra time. Like, that's... They could easily lose all of their matches. I could see Carlos Quiroz out-tacticking, out-tacticling, whatever the Sam Aldice phrase is, <laughs> Portugal, easily. And Iran doing... Iran were impressive at the last World Cup and Morocco do have skillful players. They are very technically gifted players. Like, they, they kept out... You know, we have to remember the African teams that didn't qualify for this World Cup. The Ghanas, the the Cameroons, the Algerias, who are very good teams. And they didn't make it to this World Cup. That's why I have kind of tried to give uh, Senegal I know, credit. I know, but of all the teams, you pick Senegal, where yeah. I think Morocco and Tunisia I think, and... I think Senegal are the best Nigeria. African team there. But they have the, the... You're looking at the star players. You're looking at Koulibaly. You're looking at... Yeah, uh, but I think Sané. that also the draw is just Sané. handier for Senegal than it is Nigeria. Yeah, true, true, that they don't have to play Argentina for a start. But then again, if Nigeria do it, they, as you said before, Nigeria and Argentina have history together. They do play each other yeah. every other tournament, it seems. Like maybe this finally, and they do have the nicest kit, Nigeria. They have that. They the nicest kit, but then when you actually watch it. training top is amazing. But when you watch it then. Just like, watch the training tops. But when they were playing England, then I was like, oh, that actually doesn't 
work on the camera. No, it doesn't because so it's the way. That's just the way it, it is. It just but. looked like England were playing themselves. Yeah, which maybe is just a fault of England wearing white in that match. Yeah, but you know they don't have to play. They play white and blue, I suppose, against Argentina. But Argentina might wear black shorts for them or something, so it might make it a bit easier. Yeah, or, to... yeah, Argentina traditionally wear black shorts, do they not? No, they wear white shorts. They wear do black they? shorts. I think. I so. feel like I've seen them wear black shorts. They though. do wear black shorts from time to time. It's like yeah. a Milan thing. Like, and yeah, there's a few of these groups that we didn't even really talk about Iceland and how impressive they they'd be, and they could, if they be as solid as they were in the Euros, they could get a result against anybody. Yeah, it's just I'm not expecting that no, this time. No, I am expecting, you know, if the African sides, Nigeria to do the best, if the South American sides, Argentina to do the best, despite Brazil having very good players in better form and seemingly have a better organised structure in, in there. Of the European teams, I'm expecting Germany to do the best. Uh, well, obviously I have Spain to win the World Cup yeah, for so some bizarre Spain. reason. Yeah, it's oh. just the way it worked out. It was like a proper FIFA yeah, it was decision. weird. I when I was doing this, I was like, "Oh yeah, Spain will probably get quarterfinals or something." And then when I did it out, I was like, "Oh, actually, no, they're better than that team." That but that's, team. That this team. is the joy of doing it before tournament. All of these are probably wrong. Yeah, Spain not even to get out of the group. No, that's, we're going to uh, have like uh, Morocco versus Poland final or something. It has been a while since a uh, or it hasn't even happened that a complete wild card has won the World Cup. No, it hasn't really like ever. Even Greece and Denmark won the Euros. Yeah, like well, two thousand two when Brazil won the World Cup, that it's was a still wild. Brazil. This is the first World Cup since two thousand and two where there hasn't been dominant teams. I think there's a, most people seem to have agreed that France, Germany, Brazil, and Spain are the four best teams. Yeah, but, but then I, you have. But I wouldn't put them above no. the rest of the competition no, at they all. Have, I just say that they have good star power. Yeah, like you still have England, you still have Belgium, you still have Argentina. Like an Argentina side with Messi, Aguero, Di Maria, Higuain, Higuain, Dybala, Dybala. Like you know, it, I always forget about Dybala. Well. Everyone forgets about Dybala. Like Dybala's playing in that team. Like it should be a good team, but it's a whether or not they actually show up is a complete. But they will day. show up. It's whether or not the defense stays in the mindset not to concede a bunch of goals. No, but like, like they nearly they could have won twenty ten if it wasn't for Maradona's suicidal defending. Yeah, Messi nearly against Germany. Yeah, but Messi could have done something. Like, Messi didn't score in that World Cup. No, I know, but that was be, kind of because of the way he was marked out of the games, and he was a bit not a hundred percent fitness. Yeah, and he had Maradona as a manager. <laughs> so, but you know, Maradona could they still got to quarterfinals Argentina in that World Cup. Yeah, and got humiliated by Germany. Well, in the end. well, humiliation took a different definition. To be fair, it's it's not really a World Cup if Germany don't play Argentina at some point. Yeah. They've, I think Germany have knocked Argentina out of the last three World Cups. <laughs> poor, poor, the poor Argentina. Quarterfinals says Yeah, they're due, they're due their own back. Like, you know, Argentina still beat them in 86, so they have that. Yeah, that's, that's all they have. Maradona's World Cup. Um, so, but like the conditions are made for a lot more pragmatic football than they were. Like bar, like it is possible for the weather to go crazy in Russia as well. To get it's really not hot expected and humid. though. It's not expected, so... You're looking at a lot so more... So the group prag- stages, at the very least, will be yeah. regular conditions. It's going to be pragmatic. It's going to be hard football without too much technical wizardry, which is why England will probably do better than expected and why, you know, I think Brazil won't do as well as maybe as they have been expected to. They're still going to go far in the tournament, but I don't think they'll have enough to get to a final, like you think. Yeah. Uh, either way I'm really excited for the World Cup I think it's a bit of a downer that Russia plays Saudi Arabia in the opening match at 4 o'clock on a Thursday it's kind of it's one of the things that's lost now in you used to have 
up until I think was it 2010 they changed it 2006 I think was when they stopped oh doing they it. stopped doing yeah basically you used to have the winners versus whoever they were playing yeah. so you would have had who are Germany's first opponents you would have had Germany Mexico while not being that would be a good opening match it's better match. than Saudi Arabia versus Russia that would be a good opening match it would yeah so that would be more exciting but, but uh, at least it means we're getting Russia Saudi Arabia out of the way as yeah. well yeah and we have four matches on Saturday remember that people yeah that, that is going to be really good I think yeah and like the group stages will fly about like it's after Thursday it's three matches a day yeah. pretty much every day except for Saturday when it's four so plenty of, plenty of football and for what us times to enjoy. are they? Uh, one o'clock be one o'clock four o'clock seven o'clock I want to say every day every the day next two weeks yeah up until the end of June and then oh, there's yeah. a bit of a break and then we're back for the knockout rounds in July a bit of like one day I think it's two days oh actually. my god they yeah, have a two day break I, I think they got two days this time so that is that is going to do it for our uh, World Cup previews. I hope you've enjoyed what is now a two-hour two hour part between the last two episodes now. Uh, uh, email us with your predictions at uh, the tfpod at gmail.com if you've any. wrong. Yeah, tell us just how wrong we'll be and how Northern Ireland are going to win the World Cup somehow. Michael <laughs> uh, O'Neill, you heard it here first. Uh, follow us uh, on social media at the tfpod. Uh, subscribe. Uh, rate rate the podcast on your provider of choice and uh, that just leaves me to say thank you for being here Andrew thank you and uh, thank you for listening